Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's word and thereby helping us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. It helps somebody In fact, help everybody you can in your life by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You know people who need to turn their lives around. You may help them do that, help them grow in their faith, help them come closer to God, help them get to heaven by sharing these studies with them. Again, through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. And what a great blessing that will be for them to get to heaven because you helped get them started in that direction by sharing these studies with them. But that'll also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. I want us to continue to look at this line of thought and study We're taking the very positive statements approach. You can beat the devil. Now, we've looked at it from kind of the other perspective, simply through the encouragement, don't let the devil win in your life. And this, as we close this particular series in this line of thought and study, we're assuring, not not me personally, and I can do that, I can assure you, but it's because God's word assures us. God assures us through his word that you can beat the devil, that I can beat the devil, that everybody can beat the devil if we walk with God in faithful obedience on a consistent basis. Now, let's look at 1 John chapter 3, and I want us to begin reading with verse 7. John wrote, little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now let's stop there for a moment. Okay. He who practices righteousness is righteous, but he who sins lives in sin, is a it is of the devil. Now, there are a lot of people who are living in sin. They're living sinful lifestyles and all the while claiming that they have faith in God, that they love God. Well, those are words, but they're empty words largely because they're not demonstrating that love for God, their faith in God by their lifestyle. They're, 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 they're illustrating just the opposite. They're walking in sin. They're living in sin on an ongoing, consistent basis. They're not demonstrating dedication to God and commitment to God through their lifestyle, just the opposite. And so we need to wake up and, and, and you know, the old saying, smell the coffee brewing, so to speak. We need to recognize the reality of, of which way we're going through life. Jesus said in Matthew chapter, nine, uh, chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, there are only two ways to go. One is down the broad way that leads to destruction. That's the way of sinfulness on an ongoing basis, unfaithfulness, unrighteousness. 
and that ends up in eternal condemnation in hell. The only other pathway through life is that straight, narrow pathway of God's truth. Oh, but the end of that road, eternal life with God and Christ and the Holy Spirit in heaven. And that's forever and ever. Now, you choose which road you're going to take through life. You can choose to walk that pathway of God's truth, to live by his teachings communicated to us in his word. And when you do that, you beat the devil. But it's your choice. You've got to make up your mind. If you're looking for somebody to sweep down and, and somehow deliver you from your submission to the temptations that the devil throws at you on an ongoing basis, keep you from giving in to those temptations, uh, you're looking for the wrong thing. God promised you, as we've looked at in this particular line of study a number of times in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13, that if you're walking with him in faithful obedience consistently, he will be faithful to you. And he'll never let you be tempted by a temptation that is so overwhelming that you cannot say no to it. He'll always make the way for you to escape. Again, 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. God is more powerful than the devil. The devil's no match for God. But you have to decide which one you're walking with. James chapter 4, verses 7, 8 again. We've looked at it over and over and over again in this particular section of our study. James says, submit to God and thereby resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. But you've got to draw near to God, and when you draw near to God, God will draw, draw near to you. You've got to come out of that sin. Verse 8, uh, verse, uh, verse eight, James says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. You've got to make up your mind. But when you do that, and you stay true to that commitment, you will beat the devil. And we come back to 1 John chapter 3, and verse 7, little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, Christ came into this world, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, does not continue to live in a lifestyle of sin. You're going to stub your toe now and then, make a mistake? Yeah. But you're not going to live in those sinful lifestyles on an ongoing basis. He cannot sin because he has been born of God. You've changed your life. You've been born again. You've made a new commitment. You've taken a new direction through life. Verse 10, in this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest or apparent recognized. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. Now, you still say, I know, I know I need to change, but I can't do it. I just can't live that life of, of Christianity. Yes, you can. Not by yourself, on your own. But God would not ask you to do something impossible. You can do it with God's help and his strength. And so in the fourth chapter of 1 John, verse 4, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. God 
is greater, more powerful, infinitely so, than the devil. God says, I'll help you. I'll give you victory. You can beat the devil. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8 and verse 31, if God is for us, who can be against us? It's a rhetorical question. The answer is understood in the question. Nobody, nobody can be against us successfully if God is for us. Now, I want us to look in the remainder of our time together, not just today, but in the next section also of our study, and that brings this series to a close. I want us to look at Ephesians chapter 6. God has provided the spiritual armor, implement by implement by implement, for you to be strong in the Lord and effectively beat the devil. I want to read through it right now. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If you're living a life strong in the Lord, you're going to be able to beat the devil. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You see, God's made the way for you to be successful, victorious over the devil. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Our greatest conflict and battle is against the devil. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. And now, the implements of the spiritual armor that God has provided for you and for me and for everyone who will put them on. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the whole uh, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god we keep emphasizing faith strong faith comes by hearing the word of god romans 10 and verse 17 and then paul adds one more praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. God has laid out a whole suit of spiritual armor for you. But now you've got to make up your mind. You've got to be determined. You're not going to let the devil win in this war against you. This war for your soul. You're going to turn to God Walk with God. Stay faithful and true. And what does the verse say in verse 10? Be strong in the Lord. You're going to put on this armor. You're going to wear it every day. The whole armor of God, not just a piece here and there, but the whole armor of God. And as you do so, God has promised you that you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
the wiles of the devil, all of his schemings, all of the ways that he tries to bring you down, you'll be able to stand successfully, victoriously against all of his temptations to lead you into sin and away from God. I want us to look at each one of those pieces of the armor next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us the armor, the spiritual armor to protect us against and give us victory over the devil in all the ways that he tries to bring us down and away from you. Praise be to you, Father, and glory and honor and thanks. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear a prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.